Angie has made it easier than ever to hire high-quality pros to get all your home service jobs done well. Just bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie will connect you with local pros who match your specific needs. Or book a service instantly at an upfront price. So join the millions of homeowners who use Angie to care for their homes and get your next home service job done well. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Angie has made it easier than ever to hire high-quality pros to get all your home service jobs done well. Just bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie will connect you with local pros who match your specific needs or book a service instantly at an upfront price. So join the millions of homeowners who use Angie to care for their homes and get your next home service job done well. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. You were together from when to when? 72 to 98? Is that what you said? And yeah. then 98 to 2016. And then 98 to 2016. I know, but it's kind of hard to stay married when he has girlfriends. This is the plaintiff, Charles Bayes. He says the defendant, his ex-wife, owes him the money she took out of his retirement account to pay for a new pool liner. She refuses to pay him back, and today is judgment day. That's right, he's not about to let her out and out steal from him. She owes him the $3,350 he's suing for, and he fully expects to get it awarded to him in this court today. This is the defendant, Teresa Bayes. She says the plaintiff agreed to pay for the pool liner. There was never any talk of this being a loan or anything like that, and he never asked her to pay him back until now. The plaintiff's just upset she up and moved out to California and reconnected with her eighth-grade boyfriend, and he's jealous. In fact, the plaintiff owes her money because she paid to have their kitchen redone, and he never paid her what he owes. So there, she's accused of stealing from an ex. The defendant has filed a countersuit for $6,000 for appliances and pool maintenance. All parties, please get your ready. What you are about to witness is real. The participants are not actors. They are actual litigants with a case pending in civil court. Both parties have agreed to drop their claims and have their cases settled here before Judge Marilyn Millian in our forum, the People's Court. Seated, come to order, please. Litigants have been sworn, Your Honor. Thank you, Douglas. You're welcome, ma'am. Okay, Charles Bayes, you're suing your ex-wife, Teresa Bayes, for $3,350 that you say she owes you for some improvements to the house you ended up selling, and you were counterclaiming against him $6,000 that you say he owes you for other improvements to the house. Okay. You two were married how long ago? From 72 until 98, Your Honor. All right, so you got a divorce in 98, but you stayed living together? Yes. For how many years? Well, we were probably uh, divorced just for a few months and then uh, were separated again, but all the way up until uh, the house was sold in 2016. So From after... 98 to 2016, you stayed together? Yeah. And you never remarried? No. no. Did you have kids? Two. Two. Oh, they must have thought that was a hoot. <laughs> Six grandchildren also. No kidding. Yeah. All right, so... Well, I don't know. Pretty lady, so... Yeah. I, and who are you here with today? Uh, my fiancé. 
Peter David. Already? When did you guys actually break up? Both of us? No, you two. Oh. Wait. <laughs> well, we, he was my eighth grade boyfriend, so we broke up in 1968. <laughs> and then we got back together. Okay, woman, you gotta like move on. Like you have a real, okay, so you reunited, good for you. I'm okay. A, okay. I thought that's what you were asking. No, it wasn't, but I really appreciate it. So when did you two break up is what I was asking. When? Yes. Our divorce was final. No, I know your divorce was final 20 years before you broke up. I'm asking when did you break up? When I came back from vacation from California after some harassing phone calls and just, it Can was getting Can you just tell worse. me a month and a year? That's all I'm asking. I'm sorry. You uh, don't remember? 2015. It was 2016 of April when the house was sold, Your Honor. Okay. Okay, so in April of 2016 is when you guys part ways for good? Yes, yes. Your Honor. Okay. All right. So now what happens? Well, we had an uh, in-ground pool and the liner had split uh, just because of it was getting old. So Terry had asked me if I would take the money out of my retirement account to put in a new line or it's an in-ground. So $6,700 was taken out of my retirement account, of which she is 100% beneficiary of. Okay. What was done with the retirement account in the divorce in 98? We each got our own. A anything. Everybody kept their own? Yes, and she got the house. Back in 98? Yes, back in 98. Okay. So <laughs> she got the house in the divorce. Yes, we had a 60-40 split. Is that it, or she got the whole house in the divorce? She gets 60%. I get okay, 40 when it's sold. Okay, then why are you saying she was getting all of it? I, that's no, no, was, she got I, to live there, Your Honor. Okay. That's so what I meant by all of it. The idea was that, uh, according to the divorce decree, it would be a 60-40 split. That's what the agreement was in the divorce decree. Right. Of course, you guys kept living there and going back and forth for years after that. So, according to you, she asked you to break into your account in order to fix the pool liner. Are you living there at the time? Yes. Okay. And so you go ahead and do that, and you feel that she owes you all of it or half of it? No. Because now you're suing for half of it. Okay. Well, she's suing, I'm suing for half of it because when she came back from reacquainting herself with her boyfriend... Oh, is that how she broke up with you? Was because she had Well, she just got back from California. When she came home, she told me, I'm selling the house, and you got 45 days to get out. And I've reunited with my eighth grade boyfriend? Well, I knew that she was going to, and she did. Okay. Well, we, yeah, we were even in Cancun together in October. So all of you? No, not him. Oh. Well, no, he goes. <laughs> no, he goes now because I'm not there. <laughs> okay. All right. You were in Cancun together when? Yeah, in, in October of 2015. Okay. And then in April, you know, you got 45 days to get out. So you were kind of hurt. Sure. Yeah. All uh, right. She's a nice lady. She really is. She's a beautiful person. But see, she said she was going to pay me the 6,700 because that was part of the ploy. She was planning this for 14 months. What Of ploy? getting rid of me. Getting rid of you. Yes. All right, can I ask you a question? <laughs> Were you supposed to pay him half of that pool liner? No. He was supposed to pay all of it? Yes. Why? Well, he owes me money from other improvements we had made on the house that he's never paid me. So according to you, you did the kitchen floor, you did the appliances, and he never paid for any of that? No. Is that accurate? No, Your Honor. I have proof on her counterclaim, money that was taken out of my account that was put into her own personal account. That was the pool. But I also built her a porch, a brand new porch, and that money was taken out of her account. Terry at one time had a, a you joint... You had a joint account? We had what? a joint account together. Until what year? Until 2016. For real? Well, how are you going to prove that you paid for the kitchen and, uh, and the kitchen floor exclusively from your money as opposed to from a joint account the two of you had. 
Well, it was on my credit card. Yeah, I had to pay your credit card bill, honey. Right, but he he never put in money. He's saying like he put in half of the money. He did not. There was how am years I supposed to figure out how much was... you commingle your lives and then you want a judge to I sit know. here and say who had the salad, who had the panini, and try to figure out who owes who what? I mean, I, he, you, he has a letter from the bank saying there was a joint account and that his treasury check would go in there. I don't know whether that's half. What were you doing at the time? Working okay. or weren't you? I was, I've, I've worked since I was 12. However, he has been laid off or fired more times than he worked. So yes, he worked in the home. And yes, when he had the money and he had a job, he would put into the home. However, that was few and infrequent. Yeah. So the majority of the anything that happened to the home, it came out of my bank account. Just because you made more is what you're saying. Well, m more is from nothing is, of course it's more. You were together from when to when? 72 to 98? Is that what you said? And yeah. then 98 to 2016. And then 98 to 2016. I know, but it's kind of hard to stay married when he has girlfriends. No, Your Honor. Oh, I don't, you don't have to stay married if you don't want to stay married. Right, that's, but I mean, you know. I, be I believed in my vows, and that's why when he wanted to come back home, I said, okay, we'll try it. And it was, you know, after a year, a year and a half, after he moved in, you know, things started going back in the old ways with, you know, alcohol and things like that. And even though we lived in the house, Your Honor, we didn't live as husband and wife. I had my bedroom, and he slept on the chair. He slept on a living room chair, because that's he what he chose He slept on a chair to... for 20 years? Yeah, pretty much, because I... we had four bedrooms. He chose not to sleep in a bed. I can't okay. sleep on a bed, so okay. I sleep on a recliner. Okay, okay. But so it's I mean, right it's next to a like bedroom, because we were... I can hear her snoring. Okay. So oh, I'm right oh. there. Oh. oh. And the bedroom door is unlocked. So you don't have to knock and say, let me in. Okay. Oh, please. It was a revolving right. door, Your Honor. Okay. In your dreams. And back to the case. When you asked him for the money for the liner, did you ever tell him at that time that you would pay him back for half? No. Or did you merely say, we need a liner. Can you get the money out of your retirement account? Pretty much that's what I said. I said, I put off enough money. When was the first time he asked you? for half that money back? When I came back from California and I told him I wanted to sell the house and he said, you know, well, I want half the pool liner. That's when it started. Okay. So you feel that this is retaliation for you saying it's really over, I'm moving to California, I'm selling the house, and you have 45 days to find a new place? Yes. Okay. And then you, in retaliation for him suing you, then bring up uh, pool maintenance for the last, I don't know how many years, because according to you, only you were paying for the pool maintenance? Yes. And I actually only went back, well, that was from the beginning. Yes, it was over $22,000 just to maintain because the pool. if you could, you would have gone back to 1972? Well, if I could, I would have gone back and never gotten married, but that's not possible. Oh, that's so mean. You know he's broken up. Why are you saying that? You know what? It didn't feel good when you walk in on somebody and they're with somebody else. So I was pretty broken up, too. Welcome back to the People's Court, Harvey Levin here. So how long do people generally wait once they know they're gonna leave somebody before they pull the trigger and do it? Pretty soon, I would think. If you're gonna actually say it, you Like should. minutes? <laughs> uh, no, a couple days, maybe. Okay, so quickly. What are you saying? Oh, I would say probably months. Ooh, easily months. Um, you know, just because you want to be sure. If you're committed to a relationship, you want to be sure. Okay, fair enough. That's reasonable. I'm gonna go to you. I need a lady's point of view here. Yes. 
Well, I'm thinking that maybe as soon as you assess the situation and then you're going to figure out what you're going to do with your stuff. I just went a time frame. you're going to go. Uh, come on, blah, blah, blah. Um, <laughs> right away, right away. You need to move on and find somebody else. Like, so like minutes, day, a day? A couple of weeks. Oh, okay. See, I got you. Yeah. <laughs> to bend a little bit. Going inside the courtroom. Guys, guys, let me tell you what courts can and can't do. I know. We can do so much. There's so, so much we can set right. We can't set right the tattered pieces of your feelings. 72 to 98 is a long time. 72 to 2016 is even longer. Mm -hmm. But when it's over, it's over. And people have a right to do what makes them happy. You're right. And if you think that we as courts can go back throughout the course of a 30, 40 year relationship and try to figure out who paid more and who put more into your, out of your minds. We can't do it. And that's the answer to both of your lawsuits. So mm -hmm. in your lawsuit against her, right. without some right. kind of proof, with, which I have yet to see, that she agreed from the beginning that she would pay you half. Do you have a promissory note? Do you have a contract? Do you have a text, an email, where she says, I know, I acknowledge, I owe you half? Without that, you're just another broken up couple trying to settle the, the, the flowing money that goes like a sieve between couples, and I can't do it. And I, on your lawsuit against him, which I know was rhetorical, it's the same answer. Your Honor? Yeah, How about you, got, you got some proof that you haven't brought up yet? You well, got proof? The paperwork that shows how much money I did give her. No. That, that went into her account. That's all no, I'm saying. I know. It was like $22,000. I told you, I acknowledged that you had, in fact, a government check going into a joint account. I know you were paying jointly for expenses. But what you're asking me to do is to find a particular expense from when you were together that was supposed to be paid back to you because she owes it to you. And that's the part you have zero proof of. How about the harassment? Stop. Though, Your Honor? Both of you just stop. If it's over, it's over, including in my courtroom. Well, in these competing lawsuits between Mr. Bayless and Mrs. Bayless, it is a zero-zero tie. Bayless? Bayless. 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 Sorry. You understand what the judge said? Yeah. I just wanted to let her know that $22,000 were taken out of account and put into her private account. She, she can't divide the, the dollars. Do you understand I that? understand that. I just but wanted you, to you, make... You need a, some kind of evidence. And I just wanted to make a point that money was taken out of one account and put into her okay. checking account. All right. That's all. all right. Bottom line is you didn't have proof that you right. were going to split that... Well, uh, here. ...the pool liner. She's the judge. She is the yeah. judge. <laughs> and there are things judges can do and things they can't do. Right. Which she okay. just let you know. Right. So I'm sorry about that. Thank okay? You. Thank you very much. All right. Ms. Bayes, still going by the Bayes name, right? All uh, for time. right now, it's going to be changed. You're going to change it soon. Mm -hmm. Eighth grade, Eighth you grade. go back to? It's my first girlfriend. Your first girlfriend. Yep. My goodness gracious. First kiss, everything. This is very... Well, not well, everything. <laughs> no. Are you kissing him in the courtroom there? I saw yeah. you do that. Well, he's been very much a support for me all through all, all right. of this. Well, you're a remarkable couple, what you've done, you know, the last 40 some odd years. Uh, you understand what the judge had to say? Absolutely. I knew it was, in, it was okay. just out of jealousy. Yeah, all right. Well, thank you very much. Thank I hope you. you're happy in your new life. Okay? Absolutely, very I good. am. Okay, good thank enough. <laughs> She's happy.
Okay, Harvey? You know, Doug, it sounds to me like the plaintiff knew he was going to lose the case, but he almost just wanted the judge to declare that she raided the bank account and that she was really doing this to kind of hurt him. And that will do it for this case. Litigants for the next case on the way into the courtroom right now. Angie has made it easier than ever to hire high-quality pros to get all your home service jobs done well. Whether it's routine maintenance and emergency repair or a dream project, Angie lets you compare quotes from multiple local pros, browse homeowner reviews, and even book a service instantly. Angie's been connecting people with skilled pros for nearly 30 years. So the next time you have a home project, bring it to Angie to get your job done well. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. This is the plaintiff, Gary Dickerson. He says he hired the defendant to install a water filtration system in his house, and it guarantees odor-free water. Well, three weeks after the system was in place, there was a strong sulfur smell. The defendant has tried to fix it, but can't, and he wants a full refund of the $2,450 he paid because the defendant didn't solve his smelly water problem. This is the defendant, Donald Jackson. He says there's a lot of iron, sulfur, and hard water where the plaintiff lives, and the sulfur smells like rotten eggs. He ran a test after he installed the system, and sure enough, there is a sulfur smell when he uses the hot water, but nothing with the cold. It was determined the hot water heater is the plaintiff's problem, and he needs a new one. Bottom line, his equipment's working perfectly, and he's not returning any of this man's money. He's accused of being a real stinker. All parties, please raise your right hands. Welcome back to the People's Court. Next case in the docket, the plaintiff hired the defendant to install a water filtration system, and it reeked of sulfur. But the defendant says the heater is the culprit. It's the case of heater. He hardly knew her. Thank you, Douglas. Gary Dickerson, you are suing Donald Jackson and RL Water Treatment, LLC. For $2,450 that you want reimbursed to you for the water treatment that they put in because according to you, it's not working correctly. Tell me what's happening. All right, I had the system put in. in You're November. from where? I'm from Venice, Florida. Okay. And is your home on well water? Yes, ma'am. Okay. And so tell me about well water. All right, the well water where I'm at, I have an irrigation system and it has a very strong rotten egg smell or sulfur. Rotten egg smell. Um, for those of you who are not familiar with rotten egg smell from Florida, and I am, um, it's the sulfur in the water, right? Correct. Okay. Do you have city water available in your area or no? No. Right. So there are uh, methods to uh, attempt to eliminate. It's not harmful, is it? No. No. Not in the doses no. or amounts that it's in. But it's gross, <laughs> right? Because it Definitely. literally smells like rotten eggs. All right. Previous to hiring them, what kind of system did you have to try to, to treat the water? Where the water was treated then, there was an aeration tank, which the water came from, from the well pump, and it was, had the opportunity to aerate itself to remove the hydrogen sulfide odor. Okay. And then it was pumped, there was another pump and another expansion tank, 
and then it would come into the house. So why did you decide to change the system you had? I was doing, I just moved into the house. I was doing a lot of work to the house to change its appearance. And you had these tanks outside and stuff, and this is a much smaller thing. It has a difference in appearance of the house. Okay. And that was just strictly for appearance purposes, because the other system you. Okay. was working. <laughs> All right, I, I understand. So this unit that you sold them, it is a smaller, self-contained, much more sightly. It doesn't require another pressure tank. It doesn't require another pump. It just, and you just run off one single pump in the well. It goes through this sulfur blocker. The sulfur blocker, it goes into a softener into the house. So you're eliminating one pump, one tank, and one pressure switch. Okay, so there's a, there's a well. And then there's a pump that gets that water into pipes that go into your system. Your system... The first part of it does what? The first one is the sulfur the blocker. The system you installed and bought from the manufacturer well, does what? Well, I put a sulfur blocker and a softener there. Okay, how does a sulfur blocker work? It, water comes through it, and it regenerates every night at midnight. And what it does, it's got like an exhaust on it, like almost a muffler, and it blows the excess gas off. Okay. And then it'll go in through the softener, and then it goes into the house. All right, so you install the system, and how long is it working properly, and there's... No uh, egg salad smell. Well, egg salad would be a relief. And no rotten egg smell. <laughs> I had the unit put in. After about three weeks, I started to get the odor. And I talked to Don, and then I, the hot water heater that was at the house that I bought was seven years old. <laughs> it is close to its life expectancy anyway, so I replaced it. So you replace the hot water heater, but by the way, let me ask you a question. Um, when you say the odor comes back, it's only in the hot water. Correct. Okay, so go on. I contacted Mr. Jackson. He advised me to replace the anode rod inside the hot water tank. Okay, now how did you come with that up with that solution? That's what I've a lot of plumbers will tell them to do. It voids the warranty. So there's on your a water rod heater. inside of the hot water here. And that, the purpose of the magnesium rod is to do what? It attracts it'll attract the sulfur, it'll attract uh, iron. It just attracts it. It's called a sacrificial anode, right? And yeah. you're supposed to remove it or or put something else in its place. Uh, most people just remove it and leave it out. Okay, so you try that. And Wait, what was your first remedy to cut it out? No, the first remedy was to replace it with a different anode rod. An okay, aluminum one. and so that's what he first told you to do. What yes. kind of anode rod did you replace it with? With an aluminum one. Okay, go and on. That didn't eliminate the odor. Then he suggested that I take it out, cut it off, and then put the top part back in so, you know, it's like a plug at this point on the top of the hot water heater. And I did that. Each time I go through this operation, I drain the tank. And then about two to three weeks later, the yeah, everything is a temporary fix. Correct. Nothing is permanent. So you're frustrated and you want your money back because you feel that the system isn't working properly. And your response to that? If the system isn't working properly, you would sell. You would smell sulfur all throughout the house. Not just. Not just on the hot water side. All right. And what say you to that? Because if the cold water doesn't smell like sulfur then why wouldn't it be the hot water here? All right, what is happening in the hot water heater? In my situation, I'm there alone. So I may be running 10, 15 gallons of hot water out of it a day, if I'm even at home. What I'm finding is after the water sits in that tank and stays in there for a while, it regenerates the hydrogen sulfide odor. Okay, but I, wouldn't that have more to do with the size of your hot water tank that you selected as opposed to their job? Like, how is that their fault if you're... Maybe you should get roommates. Like right. I'm not. What you're saying is, I'll go back to the pamphlet that was provided by Mr. Jackson to me, and it says on here removes that rotten egg odor in a single solution. It also says on here for total soft conditioned water solution, team up with the Water Shield Sulfur Block System, 
and a water shared water conditioning system and, a great, good, and get great soft odor free water today. This is what I went on. I was going to have odor. I had odor free water before. No, I understand. I, I believe you wholeheartedly when you say that your water smells like rotten eggs. Okay. You've proven that. The question is in order to collect your money back, either the system has to not work or his installation has to have been faulty, either one, because he's the agent for whoever he bought it from. He, you know, so you're entitled to that. All right. So you would have to prove to me today that the system is faulty. Well, I have two plumbers here. Okay, let me see your opinions by your experts. I need to see them. Anybody test the water, by the way? No, I never did. Okay, I am a retired licensed plumber from Akron, Ohio. Where are you? Venice. Okay. Uh, I have reviewed the circumstances, and I can only conclude that the sulfur, that the water treatment device isn't working right. I don't see why. Gary Dickerson has installed a new hot water heater. This, this is okay. Have any of you been on the internet? Because you both strike me as intelligent men. You know, there is a lot of information on the internet about this issue. Right? What I have found out is, in order to possibly remove the odor. I'd have to tank up, crank up the water temperature on the hot water heater to about 145 degrees. No, I found something way better. So could you tolerate a water filtration system in your home that had a smell of sulfur? Absolutely not. How bad is sulfur in the pantheon of smells? It stinks. You'd have a shower walking around town like a struck match. <laughs> That's actually funny. What do you say? No, I wouldn't tolerate it. Could you tolerate a little sulfur? It had a whiff of sulfur. Absolutely not. You just don't trust the, the system is working. Okay, one more question. What's worse, sulfur or farts? Sulfur. Wow, <laughs> going inside the courtroom. The problem is Florida, okay? So we have a problem that we all have to deal with and we all have to find, depending on our um, own particular situation, the solution to. And apparently this is a very prolific problem. Now, you ended up having, I don't know, 22 experts take a look at the situation and... I had quite a few. <laughs> yeah, how many do you have that are going to tell me it's nothing you did? Every one of them. Okay, I'm just going to assume you have six or seven. I don't yeah. even want to go into it. Um, because they all say, look, the same thing that I'm thinking, which is how can you accuse the, the problem to not be the hot water heater when it's only in the hot water? There's something wrong. And your theory on this is... Well, they're not removing all the sulfur, and therefore the heat in the hot water heater is reviving the sulfur or something, or regenerating this. I don't know where you're getting that from. Because according to the two sites that I'm going to give you, they talk about the things you did, they talk about. Because it's literally everything you did. So, well, you could do this, you could remove it, but then your hot water heater is not going to last very long and you're going to vitiate the warranty. You can replace it with an aluminum one, but that's not going to last you very long either. The smell's going to come back. And then it tells you what to do if the smell comes back in two weeks. It says, replace the magnesium or aluminum anode rod with an aluminum zinc alloy rod, and that will cure your problem. The way your water is is creating sulfur. They've installed thousands of, and you don't get these complaints. No. This is something special for you. Um, but then it says that if you're softening your water, you have a different problem. If you're softening your water, this might not work. Okay, and so what it tells you to do, we've had a few people buy an aluminum zinc anode and the odor didn't go away. That's vexing for them and us. A few were in unsoftened water, but most involved softened water. Softening can speed up anode consumption by increasing the conductivity of water. That can increase the amount of hydrogen sulfide gas produced. 
Some of these people thought that the anode had some secret ingredient that had been used up and that they just needed to replace it. This is not the case. If the first one didn't work, a second one's not going to work. So we, apparently they sell something, started offering powered anode rods. A sacrificial anode creates an electrical reaction inside the water heater as it corrodes. A powered anode does the same by feeding electricity into the tank. Since there is no magnesium or aluminum, there is no smell. We don't recommend them for everybody, but for $30, we'll give you a consultation. <laughs> Do you see this site or no? No, I have not seen that. Waterheaterrescue.com. Okay. It's like it was made for you. But basically what I have is this. I have 22 experts here. Everybody says it's the other guy's fault. He, uh, you have like six experts, he has two. Uh, I see it your way. And, and nothing on the internet that I've read. And that's one of like 20 sites that you can look at that talk about this problem. Because you're not the first guy to have the problem. They all say the same thing if it's only the hot water, then what you need to address to solve your problem, you want to solve your problem, right? What you need to address to solve your problem is the hot water. You can't blame it on them because the only way they would have to refund your money is if there was something wrong with the installation, which there isn't, or if there was something wrong with the system he installed, which there isn't. That system is used by lots of people. It's just a situation with the water in your well and how you can solve it. So the way you can solve it is by addressing the anode mm -hmm. in a different fashion than the way you've addressed it. Take a look at the site, see what you can do, but as far as our case is concerned, you're the person with the burden of proof when you come into a courtroom to prove to me that it's more likely than not some defect in manufacturing or installation. And there's zero evidence of that. Not with the tons and tons of information out there that if it's just in the hot water, then it's not their system. Okay, verdict in this case is for the defendant. I wish you luck. Make sure you, you get to that site. Well, the plaintiff fails to prove his case, but he got some very good advice from the judge on what to do about his problem here. This is very interesting, you know? It was interesting, but what I was told, you know, if you have the pamphlet which says to get me order free water. Yeah. And you go on somebody, you trust somebody's expertise, and you want that direction. And Well, I, you know, I agree I with know, you. I didn't know I had to be an expert, too. It, no, <laughs> apparently you have a rare, unique situation, which is really... An unfortunate, though. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But uh, the judge does believe there's no problem with his installation, there's no problem with the system itself. It's your water that's a problem. I guess. That's what it seems like. Anyway, you lost the case. I'm I sorry for you. I hope, you. I hope her advice gets you, helped you to fix it up. I know okay. how to fix it. I mean, I just, it, it, I spent a lot of money and, you know, I'm going to go, have to go in a different direction. Okay. Thank you very Thank much. Thank you. Okay. All right, Mr. Jackson. Yeah, this is very interesting. I mean, have, you do this all over the area where he lives, right? Yeah. This is yeah. the first time this has happened like that? Exactly. Amazingly. But just his water, then, is doing yeah, it. Everybody's got sulfur, but, I mean, just... Isn't that amazing? He doesn't take you learned something from the judge, too, didn't you? Well, about the, yeah, the yeah. electrical rod. Sure. Yeah, yeah, I had no clue. Okay, <laughs> well, good. All right, congratulations. Okay. All right, thank you very much. All right, Harvey. Okay, Doug, I was going to talk about expert testimony, but I have one other question. You said that if it's farts or sulfur, worse is sulfur, right? Yeah. Are you talking about your fart or somebody else's fart? I think it's mine. Well, no, no, but what about somebody else's website? Ooh, it depends on the situation. What they have? Was it something good? Was it something bad? Okay, good to know. Going inside, uh, that'll do it for this case. Litigants for the next case on the way into the courtroom right now. Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. 
Luckily, ArmorAll, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every 20 you spend on ArmorAll products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at armorall.com. Armorall, less work, more clean. Terms apply. This is the plaintiff, Amanda Spence. She says the defendant should have his license taken away because the guy doesn't know how to drive the big 18-wheeler truck he drove into her car. That's right. The inept driver made a left-hand turn from the right lane, and he smashed up her car. Who does such a dumb thing? The defendant took her car to his repair shop. They did a horrible job, and she's here suing him for the $2,112 it's going to now cost her to do the repair the right way. This is the defendant, Walter Spears. He says the plaintiff came out of nowhere and his trailer hit her car. Instead of going through insurance, he paid almost four grand to have her car repaired. Now the woman's harassing him and trying to take advantage of the situation. Her car is 15 years old. There were things wrong with it before this mishap and she's just one of those money grabbers trying to milk him for every cent she can get. He's accused of not paying enough. All parties, please hit your Welcome back to the People's Court. Next case in the docket, the plaintiff says the defendant made an illegal left in his 18-wheeler and creamed her car, which she took to get fixed and made it worse. Now, the defendant says the plaintiff caused the crash. It's the case of wheeling and dealing. Thank you, Douglas. Amanda Spence, you yes. are suing Walter Spears for $2,112 in additional damages that you say he's responsible for that happened during an accident. So tell me what happens. Okay, January the 10th, I was going to work that morning. And on my lane, I was going one way, going forward. The left lane and the middle lane and they got the last lane. So where Wait, I, yeah, I don't understand what you're saying. You, what, you went to the left lane? No, what? I was on the left lane. Left lane or middle lane? He was on the middle lane. He was in the middle and you were in the left turning lane? Yeah, no, no turning there. Nobody can make a turn there? Nobody's supposed to make a turn because I have the photos here. Okay. But he decided to make this left and he bumped into me. Okay. And right so what part of the truck hits you? Uh, the front of the truck. Okay. And he like, he came down, I got food or everything, he came down and started appealing to me. He said, I'm so sorry. Do Apologizing. Not... Okay. Yeah, yeah, apologize to me. Do not call the cops. I don't want you lose my job. I don't want the insurance to go high. I don't want to have point on my lessons and stuff. When the accident happened, I mean, do you acknowledge the accident was your fault? Yes, I did. All right, now, in any event, what happens is he hits you, and you try to do right, and you say to her, I'll fix your car, I'll fix your car. But now, where do you take the car to be fixed? Uh, take it to my guy, Ed, and that's uh, my lady. My wife has the paperwork. No, just... Right, how do you know this guy? Is he a uh, friend of yours? No, no, it's not. He's my special... Uh, what did you pay him to fix the car? I paid... I got the receipts and everything. Yeah, go ahead. What did you pay? Uh, Not what do the receipts say, what did you actually pay? 3100 Is that what you actually paid? I actually paid in cash. Do you, okay. Let me see the receipt. 
Now, did anybody bother to look at the blue book value of the car to see if it was worth yes, fixing? Yes, I did. It was only worth about 2000 So why would you pay the 3000 Why wouldn't you tell her that you'd pay the blue book value? We did. We offered her $2,000. They said that they would not accept it. That's it the most they can accept. If a car that's worth two grand costs 20 grand to fix, you don't get 20 grand in court. You get the two grand. Yeah. So if that's the most they would get in court, why would you agree to pay more? They did not want to accept the 2000 Well, then they don't accept it. Then you say, take me to court. <laughs> We should have did that. Of course you should have done we that. We just tried to do the right thing. So they didn't want to accept it, so we just got the call. I think you were worried about his commercial license. Yeah, you didn't yeah. want the accident reported. Now, I think the main thing was his CDL license. He had it for over 10 years. Yeah. And that's his main thing right now. He does not want anything on yeah, it. Yeah, that makes sense. So if I slam into your car and um, and I do the damage, I do the damage, and I'm responsible. Can I make you go to my guy, my auto repair shop? No way. What if I say, what if I can prove my guy is decent? If it's an approved uh, repair person through my insurance. But can I force you ever to do it? No way. What do you say? Uh, no, you can't. I mean, maybe. No or maybe? Uh, what do you say? I say no. I go to my guy, because you hit me. So you get the choice? Yeah, I do. Okay, we'll, some, we'll find out going inside the courtroom. You have the car repaired, and now, apparently, after the repair, it is brought to your attention, which you bring to her attention, that she has an oil leak, correct? That's yes, correct. All right, and you talk to the people who were doing the repair, and you tell them, I want you to fix my oil leak, but I don't want to pay for it. That happened during the accident? I also have pictures. Of what? Uh, the oil leak that she had. Yeah, let me see the pictures. Um, because because their position is not, hey, the accident's not my fault. His position is, you're milking it now. And I repaired the car, and I shouldn't have to pay for a new rack and pinion. That had nothing to do with the accident. All I need you to prove is that it did have something to do with the accident. I need you to come here and show me what I'm yes. looking at. What is that? This, this is her oil leak. And you could clearly see it started turning in corro to corrosion. Rust. Which, yes, which means that's been there for a while. That did not just happen during an accident. Okay. And can, is there something called a rack and pinion in that picture? <laughs> that would be this, if you could see that in the next picture. Okay. That and what does that have to do with the oil leak? The, that's in the engine. She had an oil leak in the engine as well. Right, but what does that have to do with the rack this and pinion? This is the rack and pinion. So as you can see underneath the rack and pinion, that is the oil leak. And it's turning into corrosion. And that's another oil leak that she had on the vehicle as well. Did they offer you the value of the vehicle and tell you, look, your vehicle's only worth 2000 something, we'll offer you that, and you rejected it? Nope. Um, I have also text messages to prove that they turned down the money that we was going to give them. Does it, do your text messages actually say the value of the car? It says that we offered them 2000 but they believe that the car is worth more than that. So they would rather just get the car repaired. At some point, you said that you would pay for what? Half of the rack and pinion? Yeah, because it had a leak prior to it, but we can't tell what really happened. So we agreed to pay half, which also stays in the text messages. And then what happened? She was supposed to pay half of her pinion. She didn't want to come to Queens to pay it. We offered her a rental to get around. She also refused that as well. Okay, so then what did you do? We just bought the rack of pinion piece, which I believe is one of the box, and put it in her vehicle. You just put it in her vehicle, and That's then it. you towed the, her car to her house? No, to the Toyota shop where she wanted to tow that. Okay, I got you. Go ahead and go yeah. back. Do you have anything from Toyota saying that the part you need replaced, <coughs> which is leaking, that that was damaged in the accident? Mm -hmm. How, where, what evidence do you have happened during the accident? 
the the rack and pinion was the one that busted up. Okay. The rack and What evidence do you have the rack and pinion busted up? The rack and pinion busted up from the hit. Okay. Then the You're saying that. Right. Yeah. Now, what evidence do you have of that? I, I have the, the diagnostic. The diagnostic. I yeah, I did the, did okay. the diagnostic. Okay. Let me see that. Yes. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. I gave it to them. I'm sorry. They have it. Oh, that's Yeah, okay. because when the kids. That's not going to work out well for you. Do you have something she gave you with a diagnostic? We had our own copy, and yeah. she kept the. Uh, Show me your copy. We Let did me not see bring what that, that says. We did not bring that. Oh, there's. They don't. They she didn't kept, bring your evidence. She kept the main copy. Okay. They, I don't have copies. All right. Well, then I don't have a copy. <laughs> and your and so, uh, without evidence that this, because they actually have evidence from the mechanic saying this has nothing to do with the accident. This is, you know, a 15-year-old car, and that's just a repair she needs to do. All right. And that they told you that, and they're telling me they actually bought the rack and been put in your car. I'm asking you for the simple proof that you had to come to court with, which is something that shows it's as a result of the accident. That's all you have to do is have something from Toyota that says this was damaged, you know, from impact, as opposed to it's 15 years old and it's given way and we have to repair it, which is what their guy says. That's all you needed to do to win your case, and you don't have it. Um, actually, when Walter, when the accident occurred, he was very nice and, and oh, Okay, and here humble. we go. So he and told based me, he on said, the fact that you do he, not he, have the evidence that you need when you come to court, I am ruling in favor of the defendants in this case. Well, the plaintiff did not have the key document you needed. You, if you'll step over here, please, Ms. Spence. Okay. You, you just didn't have the document you needed to convince the judge you you were, could win the case. You I know, I believe, but you know what happened is that it's not good to be too earnest anyway, because when he talked to me and said, look, I want to fix the car to my garage, I want to carry it to my guy, you can give me the diagnostic, I'm going to buy the parts, to fix the car, I trusted him. Well, they did fix the car from the, they didn't. the, the banged up fenders. They didn't. They only, they only did the oil it. didn't get fixed. No, they only did the um, they only did the body work, but they didn't do the 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 the, 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 the mechanical work. They didn't do the the the, 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 the shock. They didn't change the shock. They didn't change the uh, the, the, the 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 ISO. They didn't change the the the, the rack and pinion because all these were the cause of the accident. See, that's but what because you I gave him the proof, so he kept it and he refused to give it. Yeah, that's well, okay. You should have kept a copy of it. That's what happens. Sorry about that. You're okay. welcome. Thank you. Beg your pardon. Sorry. All right, Mr. Spears. All right. You you didn't want to get this reported, right? And that, I mean, obviously, that's... Yeah. But you've learned something, too, from this. Yes, you know? I did. You, oh. you, gave, well, you paid too much money. Wait, too much money. Yes. Yeah. Did they do a fair repair job? I mean, she said they didn't do much of anything. Is that right for I a car? I think our receipt will prove that yeah. we got everything fixed. I mean, we couldn't yeah. explain okay. all the rest yeah, of the paperwork. All right. Well, good. You're all right. All right. Yeah. Thank you very much. You. Okay? Evidence. Again, Harvey. Evidence. That's what you need, right? Evidence is king, Doug, for sure. You have an absolute right to pick the auto repair shop you go to if somebody hits you, and the only limitation is the cost has to be reasonable. Don't text and drive. The People's Court is a Ralph Edwards Stubillet production.